I'm Melissa White, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. This is a show to help inspire you to live your life to the fullest, but really to learn about those that guide us, our unseen helpers, guides, angels, loved ones in spirit that walk beside us in this life. I'll share with you personal experiences from my life as a professional medium and mentor. I'll also offer you insight into working with the spirit world and introduce you to guests that I find fascinating and that might lead you on your own journey to further discover your own soul's gifts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White. I'm your host, and I'm so pleased to be back with you. And this episode is really just catching up. It's a chance for me to let you know what's been going on, what's been happening in life and in my work with spirit. And so I invite you to just relax and enjoy. So I guess the biggest thing is that I went on a really kind of last minute trip with a friend of mine and I got to spend time in Hawaii. I got to experience, well, I put this out in the newsletter. So some of you have already heard this, but I kept pulling these cards from the animal, an animal deck, oracle card deck, like before leaving for my trip. And I kept pulling this turtle card, like sea turtle. And it looked very Hawaiian, like there's like a rainbow in the background and like very, very Hawaiian themed. And so I think one time pulled it like three times in a row. So I knew there was something that about that, something to that. And the first time that we went swimming, it's been a long time since I've been swimming in the ocean in a place like that, like a tropical place. I was thinking about it. It's like, it's been such a long time. So, and that's one of my absolute favorite things in the whole world. Like, I can't describe how happy I am to just be in the water to float around and just like chill and enjoy. I love it. So the first time we did that, there was a sea turtle that was like right beside us. And it was just kept popping his like head up and swimming like very, very close to us. So that was phenomenal. I was like so excited. I was like almost crying. It was just really, really cool. So I loved that. I also had said that I wanted to see a rainbow in Hawaii. And then at a time, a point in the trip where I'd been kind of stressed because I do have anxiety when I have to drive places that I don't know. And so when I travel, I love having a car and I love renting a car. I love the freedom of it. But I do get myself really worked up about driving. So I was like having a moment where I was kind of like anxious and I was like almost crying. Like I was just like kind of stressed for a minute. And I was in the Costco parking lot and I looked up, I just happened to glance up and I saw this rainbow like right in front of me in the parking lot, like in Costco, just when I needed it. So that was like a really lovely and beautiful sign from spirit. So I loved that. And then we had a few other things that really indicated like, oh yeah, spirit was definitely, definitely with us. There was a motion detector nightlight in our hotel room and it kept going off one night even though we were both in, each of us in our bed 
So that was a good indication. Also, music that started playing on my phone out of nowhere that I had to, hadn't even downloaded that song onto my phone. So I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but I know it was spirit. And so a few other things like that. So really, really cool. And so that was great. That was hard, though, because usually when I have traveled by myself, well, I used to travel all the time by myself when I was a flight attendant, but that's many moons ago. And then since then, since being a parent, the times that I travel by myself have been for work. Like, yes, I've gone to England, the Arthur Finley College by myself, and I've gone to the States, like New Jersey for work and Ireland for work and stuff like that. But that's for work. And so it, I guess it's a bit different just going and just to like enjoy myself. It felt very weird to me. It was like actually kind of an adjustment. And also I think because the kids weren't with me, it wasn't my identity. Like I realized how much of my identity is wrapped up in the work that I do with spirit and being a mom. Like those are the two things, you know? And so it was kind of interesting. Like I realized that it's hard for me to not do those things. So that was kind of a realization. I missed the kids a lot and just, you know, basically want to go back and bring them to and have those experiences. But it was an awesome trip to get away and had a great time. And I'm so thankful, so grateful that I was able to go. So that was great. And then what else has been happening? There's, we're leading up to my son's 19th birthday, which is really, really special to me. It feels like I remember, you know, I, I guess, of course, it's monumental that I remember, of course, all about when he was born, of course. But also I think because of everything that happened afterwards with the near-death experience and all that, it's just like every year when the cherry blossoms start to come out, I realized like, okay, it's coming closer and closer to that, his birthday. And there's a lot of emotion that's wrapped up into that. You know, it's my first born and, you know, it's just crazy to think that he's this adult now, but he is, he really is. And so, yeah, it's just a, it's just nostalgic, I guess. You know, you kind of look back. I do have a VHS tape that I found from when he was a baby. So I'm going to take that in and get it converted onto like a USB so that we can watch it. And I think that will be such an amazing thing to show him. I wish that I had more. I At the time he was born, we were still using like a camcorder, you know? So it's not like today where you would have all of that stuff on your phone. I also don't have, I realized like when my daughter was born, she's seven years younger than him. Yeah, we have the camera phones, but you don't always think to save like the videos and the photos from each device. And so I wish I would have been on the ball and actually saved a bit more of that. The one thing about it being on Facebook, like memories, I kind of love that because there's like a record of it. But anyway. If you're listening to this and you're like a new parent or your kids are still little, I do highly recommend like taking your photos and your videos off of your devices and storing them, putting them on a USB or something. I mean, that probably is like, duh, like I'm sure everyone knows this, but I never thought of it. I just didn't. So it's just a tip in case you need to be reminded to do that. You'll be happy to have all of those one day, but I can't wait to watch that with them. I think that's going to be super cool. So I'm excited about that. 
everything is going great with the teaching. Just completed the mediumship and miracles, six series of six classes. And this group is amazing. The people that came together for that group did a lot of hard work. And we just had our last class. And basically, they read for people in my other class and they did awesome. Like every person really, really killed it. So I do feel really like happy for them and really, really excited for the future, like potential for these people that are really going to work with spirit in such a beautiful way. So that's been rewarding, definitely. And the exceptional medium, the mentorship is going well, and this is the year-long one. So ladies are making progress in that as well. And we're really getting into the nitty-gritty of the connection with spirit and really working on some challenges that people have been experiencing. So that's going well. And otherwise, you know, just gearing up, there's a lot of planning that I'm doing right now. Um, so that's been, I love that. Like, I love that part of it, the creation of using my creativity to create courses and programs and resources for people. I love the med- creating the meditations. That's a part of it that I really, really enjoy. And that's all inspired by spirit. So basically you could say, quote unquote, channeled, you know, like basically connecting to spirit, allowing them to give me the ideas, the words, the imagery. And I just basically speak it as they give it to me or I write it out. So I love doing that. So I want to get on that and producing some more of those. So definitely doing that. A group reading recently where it was awesome. One of the ladies had a her best friend from years ago, like over 20 years ago, who passed away unexpectedly. And it was interesting. She came through and she was talking about a baby boy that was also with her. And it turns out that when she passed in an accident and she had been very pregnant with a baby boy at the time. And so it was really validating for the sitter to know that her friend and her baby boy were together. That was like a really beautiful moment. And there's been lots lately where I feel names are coming through more and more. And it goes through phases. There's sometimes where like names are just like flying, you know, like it's just like Yep, spirit's name, and then who they're with, they'll give their name, and they'll talk about their brother that's with them, or they'll talk about their friend from, you know, years ago that they've reconnected with by name, you know. And then there's other times where the names are like few and far between. It just depends. Depends on the spirit, and it also depends on what phase of mediumship, you know, I'm in. But yeah, so that's been really good. That's been nice to have that. It's exciting for people. They love it, of course. I mean, it's such good validation. So that's been, that's been wonderful. Otherwise, you know, I have been back to my trainer. I took a little break there in March and I can't express enough what a difference it makes energetically. And I know, again, this is an obvious thing. Like people know this, but I just noticed for myself that when I don't have the regular activity, I do feel different like so much more lethargic so much more difficult to like get the energy that I need and then when I have like a bit of like a ritual for myself where I know okay I'm going to be moving and working out you know and it's like that 
just keeps everything grounded. It helps me to also keep my energy kind of clear. I feel like it has such an amazing effect of clearing and cleansing your energy. And so I'm just, yeah, grateful to be back at that. That makes a huge difference. Also found a counselor that I really click with and that I really feel I resonate with. And so that's been also super helpful. And I just recommend, you know, like it's sort of, and it's very similar to the work that I do in that like not every single person who does what I do is going to be your cup of tea. Like there are some people that just will not be for you. And it doesn't mean that they're not good. It's just like literally does not resonate, doesn't work for you. And so I think it's because it's so highly personal, of course, you're going to have to sometimes look and find the right person, the right match. And so I feel like, oh, such a relief that I found that. So that's been good because I do think that most people can benefit from therapy. And so that's been nice. I, I like it because in lots of areas of my life, I feel like I'm in charge. And lots of areas where I don't really have the luxury to kind of like just be like fall apart if I need to, you know. And so having a therapist that I can trust and I feel I can be really like just open with is a nice comfort. You know, there's something really healing about that. So if you're listening and you've been thinking about it and you want to get back into it or you've never tried it, I recommend and just, yeah, find, find the person that's for you and you'll know it. You'll feel that. So that would be my recommendation. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that as we're kind of changing seasons, as things are kind of ramping up, like I feel as though there's this, of course, we're moving into Mercury retrograde again and also eclipse season. The energy does build and there is a lot, like there's a lot going on and there's a ton of. So if you're feeling that, what I would say just going forward for this next little bit of time, you're going to want to find the things that really root you and ground you. And so it's going to be different for everyone. I mean, the things that I've mentioned, the physical activity, huge. Another big message, I mean, I keep feeling pulled and drawn back to nature. And it's been a while since I've really spent an, a lot of time or immersed myself in nature the way that I used to. And so that's something that I feel called to do and really implement. And I think that that's such a good recommendation for anyone listening. If you want to feel more grounded and you want to kind of manage your energy, spending that time in nature is huge. And it's so simple. You know, it couldn't be more simple. And yet it's such an amazing healing experience for us. So don't avoid that. Definitely immerse yourself. And just, I want to say, you know, it's like we can face what comes. You know, there's no sense in, sometimes people get like really, they brace themselves for what's coming. Like if they know Mercury retrograde affects them, usually they get like really, really riled up and sort of psych themselves out for it. And I think it's about just recognizing, you know, like that, yes, there can be challenging energies that we face, but it is all in how you deal with it. It is all in how, what you make of it. I used to have a friend who would say all the time, it is what it is. 
And I was like, mm, I don't love that. I kind of think it is what it is, but it'll be what you make it. And that's what I try to remind myself. And that's what I would remind you of. The other thing, I had a good question that came up on Instagram. Somebody DM'd me saying that she has heard that there's like a time limit that you can connect with your loved ones in spirit. Like after so long of being passed to the spirit world, they can't communicate anymore or they won't bring you signs anymore or something like that. And I messaged her back and I just want to share my opinion with you guys. I don't believe in any kind of limit as far as that goes. Where there's a will, there's a way. And so even if someone's been passed for 50 years, they can still come through, they can still communicate, and they can still bring you signs. And so your bond of love is the thing that keeps you connected. And that's eternal. That's, that's for always. And I've had people that have come through that are like ancestors, like, like generations back. They've been passed for a long time. And the reason being, like, usually great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents wouldn't necessarily come through typically, only because most people don't know. Either they didn't know those, those relatives or they don't know enough about them. Like, you'd be surprised how many people don't know anything about their great-grandparents. Like, they don't even know their names. So a spirit like that is not likely to come through in an evidential mediumship reading because there isn't much way for the sitter to validate who it is if they don't know anything about them so but in cases where people do know things about their ancestors especially people that like are into their family tree and they know the genealogy they will have people coming through from generations back and we're talking like a long time many 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 years so i'm not of the opinion that there's some kind of limit for communication and I wouldn't want anyone to worry about that, especially, you know, this is a connection with this person and her mom. And she was just worried that there's going to come a point that her mom won't be accessible to her. And spirit tells me this all the time. Like they'll say, tell her that she's one day going to be this little old lady, like, and I'll still be right by her side and she'll still be my baby and I'll still be right there and she can feel me. That will never change. And that's, that's a message that I've heard time and time again from spirit. So no worries. I don't want anyone to worry about that. The other thing I wanted to bring up was that it's interesting about the, sometimes like our boundaries being pushed. I have talked about this before, how I've had experiences where I go to group readings and people are drinking and how it really makes it way more difficult for me to read for them. And also, it's like a hard boundary for me. I put it in the guidelines when you book a group reading that I would ask there's no alcohol beforehand or no alcohol during the readings and explain why. And then also when you get the guidelines like a week before your appointment, it says it again. And even when you book, you have to click that you've read the guidelines and that you agree to it because it is important to me. And it's because the integrity of the reading is important to me. I want everyone to have the best possible experience that they can get. So it's not me just being like picky or me just being annoying. I'm not trying to like ruin your good time. I don't care if, what people do after, you know, but it's just literally like me trying to preserve the integrity of the reading. And so not too long ago, I did show up to a group and 
literally everyone had alcohol, like a, a glass of wine in their hand. And I was like, oh, no. And so then I mentioned it saying like, oh, you know, like I always ask that there isn't any alcohol. And nobody said anything. They just basically stared at me. I kept drinking. So it was awkward because I'm like, I don't mean to be, I'm not, I don't want them to feel bad about it. And I, I certainly am not trying to be annoying, but I also am, like I said, you know why. So anyways, it ended up being fine. It ended up going really well and all of that. It was a great group of people and all of that. But it just makes me aware that like in the future, probably what I'll have to say is that like, if I show up and people are drinking, I won't be able to go forward with it because I just, it complicates everything. And I feel as though like when you're doing something like this, that is so dependent on so many things, you do have to try and eliminate all of the possible barriers, but you want to just make it as easy as possible to have the best connection so that, you know, you can serve spirit and you can also serve the people that you're that have assembled there for your reading. So anyways, that's just something that I'm thinking about. And I just wanted to put it out there for you. You know, if you're sitting there and you are working with spirit in that way, or you're interested in working with groups, I'm not saying like your, your guidelines might be very different and what works for you might be very different than what works for me. All I'm saying is you do have to really stick to your guns when it comes to the things that you require and the things that you need, because you know how you work and what your boundaries are. So just to be mindful of that, if you're listening and you've booked group readings, like, please know I'm not judging you and I'm not, like, I'm not mad at you about it. Like, if you want to drink, but I just would ask, like, please, 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 can we just follow that guideline? Because it will just, it'll ensure the least amount of obstacles for the readings. So that's why I put it out there. And it does make a difference. It makes it more it makes it more difficult for me to connect with you if you're drinking. And I also feel like energetically, it kind of does wonky things. And it's not really ethical, to be honest, like for me to be and these people were not drunk. Like it's not really I mean, maybe, well, maybe one or two worse. But like it's not really ethical to read for someone if they're intoxicated. You know what I mean? Like I just can't can't really in good faith do that so you need to be in your open clear mind in my opinion now there's lots of people i know who reach for people that are drinking all the time they do events at like restaurants and stuff where people are having like dinner and drinks so i'm not saying it's impossible i'm just saying for me and how i work and what i've noticed now doing i need thousands thousands of readings i just know what i know like I know what works for me. So that's all I would say about that. Otherwise, that's about it. It's just basically things are rolling along. It's busy, but it's good. I hope you're well. And I hope that you've enjoyed just this little catch up. I'll be putting together other episodes very shortly. Definitely want to bring you some more interviews. If you have topics that you're really interested in, let me know. Send me an email, melissawhitemedium at gmail.com. Or if you've got someone that you think would be a great guest, feel free to pass along their information. I'd love to know. If you want to sign up for the newsletter, I'll post the link in the show notes. 
that is the best way to keep in touch with me other than, you know, social media. But I will post all my offerings and stuff on the newsletter. And just an FYI, because of the email settings, if you don't add me as a contact in your email book, the emails that you get from me that you sign up for may go to your promotions tab or your spam or your junk like automatically. So lots of people were like upset because they signed up for the wait list for when private one-on-ones are available and then they didn't get the email. And it's because if I'm not in your contacts, it unfortunately will go to those places. I guess because it's like a business email, it's like a an email MailChimp, you know, like provider. So it it does it filters it that way automatically. So just to keep in mind, you might want to do that. Check your junk, check your spam, or put me in your contacts, and then you won't miss those emails. Otherwise, I'm sending you so much love and many angels sending you healing if you are feeling like you need some of that, either physically, emotionally, spiritually. Love you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are. And we will talk soon. Take good care. I wanted to add a few little things, just recent experiences that I think some of you will find helpful. Especially those of you that are developing your mediumship. So the first thing I wanted to share recently was a reading where within a group, this lady was very, very surprised that a family member of hers showed up and came through and He'd never come through before in any other reading that she's had. And she's, she said she'd been to other readings and he's been in spirit for 50 years. And so she was questioning, like, why now? Like, why is he showing up? Or how come he didn't come through before when there's been other opportunities? And I just wanted to delve into this a little bit because I have had times when people have said to me, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Like I've been to five other mediums and this loved one never came through for any of them before. This is the first time. I'm just like trying to say that these other people are unskilled or not as good because their loved one didn't come through for them. And I'm always very quick to correct this type of thinking because it's really not necessarily the case at all. Sometimes Well, there's a few things. Sometimes it's depending on what we need, like as the sitter, the person who's receiving the reading, it's depending on what we need at the time of the reading. And so Spirit's very aware of what that is. The other reason is that not every medium has the frame of reference to or experience to recognize every single type of spirit that could possibly come through. So it's very possible that you could have two mediums in a room. You could you could have a reading with one and they could bring through a few people and then you could go next door and get a reading directly after. And that medium could pick up on some of the same people and some of the same things, but also very different information, very different spirits. 
and it's dependent upon what their frame of references are, what their lived experiences are. So spirit really needs to work with the mind of the medium. And so the more life experience you have, the more experience you have with connecting with all different types of spirits, different experiences that they would have lived in their lives, the more you expand what you can recognize and what you can pick up on. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that one medium is more skilled than another or one medium is better than another because they were able to pick up on somebody and the other person wasn't. So I would, I would say that. I would also say it really is up to the spirit person as far as how, how and when they're going to communicate. And so I believe that, you know, certain mediums can work better with certain spirits. And I also think certain mediums can work better with certain human beings, like certain human sitters. So there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of things that really play into that. But yeah, she was really happy because it had been so long and it was sort of an amazing realization that he's been there all along and that he's been with the others and in the family in spirit. And so that was really wonderful. The other thing that I would mention is that doing so many groups, I think that what I love the most is the energy that builds. Like when people get together, there's a group of people. Not only do you show up and you're, you know, like all the humans are there and there's an anticipation that builds. Also, all of the loved ones in spirit gather. And so in a room of, say like a group reading, if I do it in someone's home, 10 people, all 10 of those people have all of their loved ones in spirit that are really gathering in that space. And so it's filled with all of this energy. It's filled with this excitement, anticipation. Usually there's some people, guests, that get a little bit nervous right before they're reading. And they say that like their hands are a bit slammy. I was going to say sweaty and clammy. Not slammy. Sweaty, clammy. They get that like butterflies in their stomach sometimes and they get that feeling of a little bit of anxiety that's very normal the spirit world is gathering close and so if you're sensitive to energy sensitive to spirit you'll feel that also you know it's this spirit working through your nervous system and so that's how they let us know that they're they're present it dissipates as soon as i start doing the work so that's okay but yeah what i would say also is that it's it's always managing your own, as the medium, you're managing your own mind. And anytime I, I find if you're slipping into thinking and questioning, is this person understanding? Is this person liking what I'm giving? Does that information, is that too, is that too general for them? Anytime you're thinking those thoughts or you find yourself worrying about those things while you're doing the reading, you're definitely falling away from being in the power. You're not connecting as deeply as you could be. So managing the mind when you're working as the medium is really a top priority. That's why practices like meditation, 
and things like that and sitting in the power, having a daily sort of practice or a regular practice anyway is important because you do need to discipline your mind. So being able to know that you can focus on exactly what you need to focus on. And that's one thing I do love about my mind and my my, my ADHD mind and also this Gemini energy, you know, Gemini is my sun sign. And sometimes when people describe Geminis, they talk about this nervous energy. And I think it is, but it's like activated energy. It's kind of like a hyper energy. And it's perfect, perfect for mediumship. So I think my Gemini self, I think my ADHD brain that can hyper focus and that can also be very, I guess, at times bored easily. And so I'm glad for that because it helps me to be a curious person, which enables me to always want more and always want new ways of working with spirit and to be creative and to kind of never sort of settle for sort of status quo. It's always like, what else? What else is possible? So I love that about myself, I guess. And I think that it's a good, it's a good match when, when you're looking at something like mediumship. So that was, that was cool. There was also that wasn't supposed to be, I guess there was a last minute cancellation. And so this person showed up to a group recently and had mentioned like they kind of like tagged along with their partner and mentioned that they weren't really sure what to expect or part of them was kind of, I think, apprehensive or thinking like, is this going to be nonsense? You know, like that kind of thing. But as soon as I walked in, I noticed this person and I just felt between them and their partner like, okay, I knew I was going to be doing some deep work with both of them. I just felt they both had really, really strong, profound need for connection with spirit. So that, in fact, did unfold. And it was interesting because the, the one person had asked me a very specific question about if their loved one in spirit had been with them these particular days, these dates during the year. And I said, yes, I feel for sure that he was with you, but I wanted to know more. I wanted to try and understand what, what those dates were about or what happened so that I could bring the sitter the evidence, like the information around that. And so I sort of tuned in and I saw an aspect of what had gone down. And I, the reason I'm not saying exactly what it is is because I do want to respect this person's privacy. But it was interesting. It, there was, it was sort of like a big event, well, two big events. And then there was one detail that was kind of major, but like I, in my mind after, was like, oh, I wonder why Spirit didn't show me this. Like I had that question. And then the sitter said to me, no, no, no. It's better that he showed you exactly what he did. It makes sense to me. And he said that it means more to, he said, it means more to me. So it really, it, I'm just sharing this because it shows that as the medium, sometimes you can think that you know better or that you know exactly how it should be coming through, or we have these ideas about it. And oftentimes the sitter has ideas like that too, trust me. But it's such a good reminder that it's his spirit. It is this intelligence and they have an ability 
to bring exactly what's needed. And they have to sort of bypass the medium's mind, you know, in a way like they have to use our mind, but they also have to bypass our critical mind. So it's pretty clever the way that they can do that. And I just, I found it so interesting. And the theater was like, really like glad and glad that they showed up, glad that they came because they received what they needed. And so it goes to show, you know, and I always think sometimes people stress when it's last minute cancellations of people that were supposed to be there and then they don't come or they don't show up. And I always think it works out exactly as it should as far as who shows up to the readings, right? So just to put that out there, I hope that that is helpful and I hope that it brings you some insight. I will be sharing more and more about the mediumship journey, real life experiences. I do have a new round of the year-long mentorship, the exceptional medium. Applications are already open and it'll be more details coming soon around how to register and all that stuff. But if you're sitting there listening and you want to up level, you want to kind of work with your mediumship in new and interesting ways, then I have something for you. I have this, this amazing opportunity and it's been beautiful working with the first group, the first year long mentorship students. We have created such a bond and such an amazing support. And I've seen phenomenal progress in them. So I'm super excited. So do reach out if you're interested in any of that. MelissaWhiteMedium at gmail.com. And otherwise, I will leave you with love and sending you a lot of support and inspiration wherever you are in this world. All right. Thanks so much. Love you and talk soon. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.